Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to this week's weekly news roundup. Let's not sugarcoat it, let's just get in straight to the news. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter-based Bravia Swan 699 could be your $90,000 home away from home. Designed for optimum comfort in short and long journeys, it offers room for up to four occupants. 2022 BMW iX electric SUV enters cold testing phase in the frozen north. Don't mind the camo because the BMW iX was already unveiled last month. And <laughs> to uh, controversial views, let's say that. Audi RS6 event with aftermarket exhaust sounds like it would devour AMGs. The Aprakovich titanium exhaust for the RS6 event also increases power by 16 horsepower. New Mercedes EQS range-topping electric SUV spied inside and out. The electric Mercedes EQS SUV could have a range of up to 435 miles. Hard driving may cause drive shaft failure in one Chiron and three Devos. Under certain conditions, the rear left drive shaft could break without any prior warning. Sounds like a recall. 2021 Hyundai Palisade joins the brand's Australian lineup and has been priced from 80, no, from 60,000 Australian. Sebastian Loeb to drive Ian Callum designed ProDrive BRX T1 at Dakar. The ProDrive BRX T1 is powered by a twin turbo Ford 3.5 liter V6 with 400 horsepower. Genesis to introduce two new EVs in 2021. One should be the E80. Genesis is going electric as the brand will introduce two new EVs next year. Bollinger unveils the B1 and B2 in production form. The production intent B1 and B2 feature a new front end, a higher belt line, and a B-pillar that has been moved forward. Hyundai purchases robotics expert Boston Dynamics for $921 million. Hyundai is looking to establish itself into the robotics space in the coming years. Lincoln Co. Zero Electric Fastback may become one of the coolest EVs around. A good-looking electric family car with 435 miles of of range and a sub 4 second 0 to 60 sounds really good to us cyberpunk 2077 is here to take gta 5's lunch money cyberpunk 2077 has just launched to rave reviews on the ps4 xbox one pc and get this stadia lamborghini and bugatti boss wants combustion engines to stick around for as long as possible bugatti and lamborghini will eventually transition into primarily building evs it is a sad time for all enthusiasts at the moment. 2021 Mazda MX-5 gets wireless Apple CarPlay and new color options. Pricing starts from $26,830 and, sorry, a modest $250 increase over last year's model. Nismo launches restoration service for classic Nissan Skylines, but it'll cost you over $400,000. Nismo also sells a host of heritage parts for the R32, R33, and R34 Nissan Skylines. 2022 BMW 4 Series Grand Coupe spotted freezing its fastback off during cold weather tests. The all-new G26 BMW 4 Series Grand Coupe, Grand Coupe will be unveiled next year as a 2022 model year car. New 2022 Toyota Igo City Car makes spy debut as the Yaris' smaller sibling. The new, the new generation Toyota Igo may be partially electrified. All-new Top Gear America premiering on Motor Trend on January 29th. You will have to sign up to the Motor Trend app to watch Top Gear America. 2021 Subaru WRX and WRX STI pricing and specs announced. The latest model year Subaru WRX and WRX STI are priced from $27,495 and 
and $37,245 respectively. That's a $10,000 difference. Why, why though? What, what exactly is the difference? Porsche Digital to use AI tech for noise detection. This technology can use deep learning methods in order to reliably and precisely detect noise. Hyundai launches HTWO, de HTWO dedicated hydrogen brand. Hyundai's new HTWO brand was named after the hydrogen molecule H2. Aston Martin to continue selling ICE-powered models beyond 2030. Aston Martin's Lawrence Stroll doesn't foresee the imminent death of, e of ICEs. Yeah, but who cares what he thinks? <laughs> no. Ferrari CEO Louis Camilleri, I probably got that wrong, announces surprise retirement. Ferrari's Louis Camilleri was recently hospitalized with COVID-19. Well, that, there's your answer. Demon-powered two-door Jeep Wrangler will blow your socks off. FCA's 6.2-liter supercharged Demon V8 pumps out 808 horsepower and 717 pound-feet of torque. Maserati MC20 heads to Ferrari's Fiorano racetrack for more testing. The Maserati MC20 is powered by a 621-horsepower twin-turbo 3-liter V6. Track-focused 2021 Mazda MX-5 RS GT is an Australia-only affair. The new Mazda MX-5 RS GT boasts revised suspension and upgraded brakes. You spy the 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee slash Grand Cherokee XL. Latin NCAP advises against buying the Zero Star car, urges Ford to make it safer. Ford has pledged to make the car safer by fitting side airbags and ESC in all versions. The MV Augusta Super Veloce Alpine is a limited edition bike inspired by the A110. The Super Veloce Alpine features a two-tone paint job and a 798cc three-cylinder engine with up to 151 horsepower. Six-speed manual tees for 2022 Cadillac CT4V and CT5 Blackwings. The CT5V Blackwing could have a supercharged 6.2-liter V8 with around 650 horsepower. Cadillac's torque-based naming scheme is confusing even for Cadillac. The logic behind it is sound, but the execution is somewhat confusing. GM's Cruise starts testing autonomous vehicles in San Francisco. Cruise's self-driving prototypes have a safety driver in the passenger seat. Believe it or not, Porsche has rolled out its one millionth Cayenne. The millionth Porsche Cayenne was a Carmine Red GTS delivered to a German customer. Candy Mazda MX-30 electric crossover handled the moose test? Mazda's first production EV, the MX-30, packs a 141 horsepower electric motor. Someone scored a bargain with this 90s, 90s Oldsmobile Silhouette OSV concept. Oldsmobile Specialty Vehicles, cop, that naming scheme copied by Ford, readied this concept for the 1999 SEMA show. I can't believe that thing still exists. And if you're wondering, it just kind of looks like, I don't know, an RT version of an Oldsmobile Silhouette. It's just kind of sporty looking, vaguely. Toyota GR Supra Sport Top, oh yes, loses its roof in latest teaser video. The Targa Top Supra, oh yes, will debut later this month. Bugatti Chiron, Chiron Sport and Devo recalled in the US over defective stability control. There are 79 Bugatti hypercars included in this recall that will have to be fixed. Two Bugatti recalls, okay. 2022 VW ID6 electric crossover cop playing in the snow wearing that funny Peugeot-like camo. The ID6 will debut next year as Volkswagen's flagship electric SUV. Mitsubishi Blinks First releases official teaser for next-gen Outlander SUV. The all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander will go on sale in the United States in February 2021. 
Audi e-tron GT enters production at a carbon neutral factory in Germany. Audi's impressive electric sedan will launch in the market in early 2021. Hyundai's plug-in hybrid Tucson comes with 261 horsepower, 31 miles of EV range. Hyundai shares the first key details of its latest plug-in hybrid SUV. Ford Mach-E starts to arrive in Europe. A total of 17 Ford Mach-E models have recently landed in Norway. Mopar's holiday gift ideas include a Jeep-branded pet kennel, Hemi Ugly sweater, face masks, and more. Buyers can also get a real Hellcrate Hell Red-Eye 6.2-liter supercharged Hemi V8 for $21,807. The perfect gift for the petrol head in your life who isn't cash-strapped. VW ID6 Saloon coming in 2023 with 435-mile EV range. Fully electric VW ID6 will rival the likes of the BMW i4 and Mercedes EQE. Euro 7 emission standards might spell doom for combustion engine-only models. Euro 7 standards are expected to go into effect in about five years at the earliest. Volvo investing $82.5 million in order to produce electric motors in-house. Volvo wants half of its global sales to be all electric models by 2025. Hyundai drops teaser video of the upcoming Ionic 5 EV. The Ionic 5 will be unveiled in early 2021 and will take the shape of a compact crossover. GMC Hummer EV heads to Michigan for winter testing. The electric GMC Hummer will enter initial production in the fall of 2021. A little ways away, that. Police may crush Lamborghini Aventador SVJ owned by Manchester United player. Benjamin Mendy was stopped driving his Aventador SVJ without insurance or, or a valid driver's license. Oof! Super Cruise hands-free driving is coming to the updated 2022 GMC Sierra 1500 Denali. This latest version of Super Cruise will also feature trailering capability on the GMC Sierra 1500 Denali. Acura says it has no plans to build a new MDX hybrid. The outgoing Acura MDX Sport Hybrid will be replaced by the new MDX Type S. Maserati's 2021 lineup arrives in America with new looks and updated tech. The Maserati Gibble and Quattroporte feature revised styling, as well as an all-new 10.1-inch infotainment system. 2021 Alfa Romeo Stelvio Veloce TA borrows some style from the Quadrifoglio in Europe. Alfa Romeo introduces a new range-topping variant in the 2021 Stelvio range in Europe. Mercedes announces next-gen e-sprinter confirms North American availability. The next-generation e-sprinter will be offered in two wheelbases with three different battery packs. Elon Musk confirms he has moved from California to Texas. Elon Musk also threatened to move Tesla's headquarters to Texas earlier this year. 2021 Chevrolet Camaro SS and ZL1. ZL1 sales banned in California and Washington. Their brake pads are the reason for this banning, but don't worry. You'll be able to get these models in 2022 thanks to revised braking systems. Rotary be darned. This Mazda RX-7 is being equipped with a Hellcat V8 engine. The Hellcat engine fits in the arm in the in the Mazda RX-7 quite well, actually. The only downside is that that's going to screw up the weight distribution. But on the upside, you're going to have Hellcat power in an RX-7, so that's pretty awesome. McLaren's CEO admits UK's ICE ban is challenging. McLaren's first all-electric supercar could launch in 2028 or 2029. Pro-Brexit billionaire, owner of Ineos to build new SUV in France instead of Britain at Smart Factory. Ineos is now the new owner of Daimler's Hamback Factory, which will start producing the Grenader in late 2021. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. Hey, hey, we are back. Hennessy Venom F5 Hypercar to debut in its final production form on December 15th. 
the Texan hypercar wants to become the world's new, new fastest production vehicle. Euro NCAP crash tests the new Land Rover Defender, Honda E, and five other vehicles. While the Land Rover Defender scored five points, things didn't go so well for the Honda E. Brexit. Honda ceases UK production due to shortage of parts. Congestion at UK ports has caused a transport-related parts delay for Honda. Volvo boss says SUV share will likely grow to 75%. Volvo's best-selling model this year has been the XC60 crossover with 169,445 units moved. 2021 Ford F-150 in showrooms nationwide this week. Midwest buyers first to place orders. The Ford F-150 full-size pickup. Full-size? My god. When did the F-150 become a full-size? Has been America's best-selling vehicle 38 years in a row. 2021 Mini Countryman Boardwalk is designed to stand out. The 2021 Mini Countryman Boardwalk is offered with two engine options. Jaguar celebrates E-Type anniversary with limited-run F-Type Heritage 60 edition. The Jaguar F-Type Heritage 60 edition is based on the 567 horsepower F-Type R. Driving the Bolide is like riding on a cannonball, Bugatti Boss claims. Check out the 1,824 horsepower Bugatti Bolide in new images and video. BMW M3 morphs into a Ford Mustang while leaving San Jose car meet. Yet another attempt to show off to the crowd has gone very wrong. Roger Dubois, maybe? Launches $56,000 timepiece inspired by the Lamborghini Huracan STO. Roger Dubois will sell just 88 pieces, 88 pieces of the Excalibur Spider Huracan STO. VW CEO expects self-driving cars on roads between 2030, sorry, 2025 and 2030. VW's boss says computer chip, computer chip and AI advancements are speeding up development. Oak CU's Mercedes-Benz V-Class has an espresso machine, champagne cooler, and cigar holder. The luxurious V-Class has also been fitted with Rolls-Royce quality leather. Ford's, Ford Kuga's clever all-wheel drive disconnect system improves both traction and fuel consumption. The Ford Kuga Hybrid's all-wheel drive system can make adjustments in less than 20 milliseconds. Jim Connor returns with high-flying jumps, drifting, and donuts. Jim Connor 2020 has been released, and it stars Travis Pastrana in an 862-horsepower Subaru WRX STI. Hyundai recalls Santa Fe, Veloster, and Sonata due to possible engine failure. In effective vehicles, a connecting rod and piston could puncture the engine block. GM didn't look at competitors in developing the Hummer EV. The flagship GMC Hummer EV pumps out 1,000 horsepower and 11,500 pound-feet of torque. Electric Mercedes-Benz E-Sprinter might be sold out in the U.S. after all. The Mercedes-Benz E-Sprinter could be equipped with a 120-kilowatt-hour battery in the U.S. 2021 Polaris Slingshot gains new base model and improved auto-drive gearbox. The new Slingshot S starts at $19,999. Uber is selling its self-driving unit to Aurora Innovation. Uber will take a 26% stake in Aurora as part of the deal. Hyundai planning to recall Kona and Nexo FCEV in South Korea over brake system issue. The recall could total 50,864 Kona and Nexo models with faulty elect electronic braking systems. Bentley's first EV will be a high-riding saloon with EXP100 GT styling. Bentley also wants to appeal more to women going forward and be more relevant in future urban settings. How environmentally aware of them. <laughs> BMW expands partnership with Amazon will use AI to predict consumer demand. BMW will use Amazon's cloud computing division in a bid to place data and analytics at the center of its decision making. 2021 Ford F-150 Tremor joins lineup with Go Anywhere Skills. Sporting enhanced looks and retuned suspension, the Ford F-150 Tremor will launch next summer. Porsche wants synthetic fuels to be used by ICE-powered cars in the future. 
Porsche is already running a pilot program with Classic 911s and synthetic fuel. Fisker to launch into the UK market in 2023 with the Ocean SUV. The Fisker Ocean will premiere in production guides at the 2021 LA Auto Show. With that out of the way, let's get on to some of the recalls that we mentioned. For a multi-million dollar limited production hypercar, the Bugatti Chiron has sure been struck by quite a few recalls recently, including one due to faulty stability control system, which we will get into, that also fixed the Chiron Sport and Debo. The Chiron Sport hasn't been included in the latest safety recall conducted in cooperation with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, but the regular Chiron, Chiron sorry, and the Debo have, as both, as both models were made with potentially faulty drive shafts. The recall only affects four cars with a 4% estimated defect rate. The Chiron was made on July 4th and Devo's between August 21st and October 23rd, 2020. The problem is blamed on the supplier, Germany's CP Tech GmbH, as the material strength of the rear left drive shaft is found to not be within the accept acceptable specification tolerance. Under certain hard driving conditions, the drive shaft could fail without any prior warning. And if it breaks, then some parts could detach from the car, which would pose a road hazard to vehicles and or pedestrians. If the component fails, then the gearbox and engine lights will flicker in the instrument cluster, and the Bugatti will enter the so-called limp mode. Bugatti will replace all defective drive shafts with new ones and will cover the repair and logistics costs. The planned dealer and owner notification for this recall was November 30th, and those who have not heard from Bugatti can contact them at 1-703-826-7545. Once again, you can contact Bugatti if you haven't if they haven't contacted you already at 1703-826-7545 using the recall number bug CR032. Once again, that's recall number bug CR032. The next story, although this isn't really this it's not a recall, it's just something I thought was interesting. It's the Cadillac confusing nomenclature. Starting with the 2020 model year and the three-row XT6 crossover, Cadillac introduced a new engine badging scheme based on torque output expressed in newton meters (nm) rounded to the nearest 50. This might sound like a rather odd decision from the 118-year-old automaker that can't even get customers to remember their current model names, but it isn't. The logic behind it is sound to help customers understand the level of power and performance from its different models, even with varying types of propulsion. XT4 models wear a 350T to let you know the engine produces 350 newton meters or 258 pound-feet of torque with the help of a turbocharger. Naturally aspirated models like the XT5 Sport have 400 stamped on the back to, to signify an output of 367 newton meters or 270 pound-feet of torque, which ignores Cadillac's nearest 50 rule. Upcoming models like the diesel-powered XT4 for Europe and electric Ly Lyric, Lyric. <laughs> We'll see their torque fixtures affixed with D and E, respectively, for diesel and electric. The CT4 debacle. Last year, the CT4 took over from the ATS as Cadillac's small sedan. At launch, the CT4 came with two turbocharged four-cylinder engines, a standard 2-liter making 237 horsepower, or 177 kilowatts, and 258 pound-feet of torque, or 349 newton meters of torque, and an optional 2.7-liter producing 309 horsepower, or 230 kilowatts, and 348 pound-feet of torque, or 471 newton meters of torque. The standard CT4 wears a 350T badge, like every other Cadillac model, equipped with a 2-liter LSY engine. Premium luxury models equipped with the 2.7-liter L3B engine have 450T stamped on the deck lid. Well, they used to until now. For the 2021 model year, brand new CT4s have arrived at Cadillac dealers with a subtle change. 
the L3B equipped premium luxury models now show 500T on the rear end. I recently spotted this on a fresh unit still wearing its bright red transport wheels and wondered why the change. All official, all official specifications now list torque output at 350 pound-feet of torque or 475 newton meters. Was this enough to justify rounding up? Well, judging by their new naming strategy, I would argue yes. The old switcheroo. It would appear so, given that GM released a technical service bulletin, or TSB, for the issue on November 23rd. The TSB claims that the 1,155 effective vehicles had the incorrect badge installed and is advising dealers to replace all 450T badges with the new 500T one. I seriously doubt this was a manufacturing mistake. Every press car and, every, and even vehicles used in their official photos went out with the 450T badge, and nobody noticed it? A possible explanation is that they wanted the bigger number. Sales of the CT4 and the larger CT5 have been disappointing to say the least. To be more competitive and appealing, they need to play up the performance angle. The CT4, despite being closer to a compact sedan in, in dimensions, is marketed as the only rear-wheel drive sedan in the subcompact luxury market, and performance is probably its best attribute. The L3B equipped CT4 is quite the pocket rocket, and Cadillac says you need just 4.8 seconds to reach 60 miles per hour. For the most part, it appears they aren't too strict about following their own gui guidelines. Rounding up creates a more appealing number to the, co to the consumer. So slap a 400 on your V6 XT5 and call it a day. Not that the average consumer buyers will notice. As for CT4 buyers, they will love showing off all the impressive new features in the office parking garage. Every car built for the young executive these days has some homologation of numbers attached to impress their colleagues. Greg from Accounting may have a flashy new Audi A345 TS TFSI, but your new CT4 has a 500T badge on it. You won, Greg Zero. However, if you have one of the 2.7-liter CT4s with a 450T badge, get that taken care of before Greg sees you out in public. Now, we have the aforementioned defective stability control recall for the Chiron, Chiron Sport, and Devo. Bugatti's multi-million dollar hypercars have been struck by a recall in North America due to a software glitch that could affect the functionality of the Electronic Stability Control, or ESC. In the recall summary, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, notes that after an ignition cycle, the ESC does not automatically default back to the full-function original mode if the handling mode is selected on the drive mode switch. As a result, the Chiron, Chiron Sport, and Devo, which are included in the safety campaign, do not comply with Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard number 126 of Electronic Stability Control Systems. All models made over the last few months have had their software systems updated, as the French auto firm discovered the issue earlier this year. However, there are, there are 79 examples with a 100% estimated percentage defect in the possession of private owners, which have to be fixed. To do so, the brand's authorized technicians will inspect each and update the software free of charge. The shotguns in question were made from December 21st, 2017 to September 21st, 2020. The Chiron Sports were put together between November 28th, 2018 and September 21st, 2020, whereas the Devos were built from July 24th to October 29th, 2020. The official Bugatti number for this recall is Bug CR033. Once again, the official Bugatti number, Bugatti number for this recall is Bug CR033, and numbers should have been notified on December 1st. Those who, have, who haven't heard from the carmaker can reach out to them at one 805 557-1050. Once again, that's 
1050, or they can contact the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, that's the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. And lastly, we have a Hyundai recall for the Santa Fe, Veloster, and Sonata. Hyundai has announced a recall impacting 128,948 vehicles in the United States. According to the South Korean car manufacturer, 2015-2016 Veloster, 2012 Santa Fe, 2011-2013 Sonata Hybrid, and 2016 Sonata Hybrid vehicles have connecting rod bearings that can wear prematurely. The recall notice reveals that a manufacturing issue is, is to blame for the potentially faulty connecting rod bearings. If the rod bearing fails, the connecting rod and piston could puncture the engine block and dump hot oil onto various components in the engine bay, <laughs> vastly increasing the risk of a fire. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, says the issue was caused by machining debris in the manufacturing process that may restrict oil flow. The issue affects the aforementioned vehicles fitted with the 1.6-liter, 2-liter, and 2.4-liter engines. Hyundai says owners of said vehicles may hear strange knocking sounds from the engine and see various warning lights on the dashboard. Hyundai Blasters involved in the recall were produced from May 26, 2014 through to July 13, 2016 while Santa Fe's were built between January 10th, 20, 2012, and July 3rd, 2012. Sonata's built between June 2nd, 2010, and through December 17th, 2013, and newer Sonata's manufactured from February 25th, 2015, through April 25th, 2016. Hyundai will notify owners of affected vehicles and conduct an engine inspection test to look for any bearing damage. If the bearing is indeed damaged, a new engine will be fitted at no cost to the owner. All impacted vehicles will also receive an enhanced engine control software update with a knock sensor detection system which continuously monitors the engine vibrations for unusual patterns that could indicate an abnormal condition with the engine. As it turns out, I was wrong. We actually have one more recall to do. Hyundai planning to recall Kona and Exo FCEV in South Korea over the brake issue or brake system issue. Hyundai is reportedly looking to recall a total of 50,864 electrified Konos and Nexo fuel cell vehicles in South Korea because of faulty electronic braking systems. According to the South Korean Transport Ministry, their braking systems may not function properly due to software defects, although there's no official word on whether or not this issue has led to any accidents, reports Reuters. Now, the question on our minds is if the recall will affect other markets too, especially since the Kona is one of Europe's best-selling electric vehicles. Furthermore, the nameplate sales outside of its home market have accounted for more than three-quarters of the grand total. The recall in South Korea should cover roughly 40,000 Kona electric and hybrid vehicles produced between May 2019 and November 2020, as well as 10,138 Nexo fuel cell vehicles built between January 2018 and November 2020. Now that's a big sum. The Transport Ministry said that Kia is also planning on recalling an additional 1,895 Soul EVs because of a similar issue. As far as the Kona is concerned, if the recall stops at cars produced just last month, then it hopefully doesn't involve the recently launched updated 2021 Kona, the recipient of a few visual tweaks as well as a new N-Line variant. The update involved the entire Kona family, EV model included. On a separate issue, Hyundai is recalling at least 74,000 Kona EVs globally after more than a dozen vehicles caught fire in Korea, Canada, and Europe in the span of two years. That is going to be it for this segment, though I will see you all for the final segment after the break. All right, everyone, we are back for the final segment. BMW to offer just 10 X7 Dark Shadow Editions down under, priced for 188,900 Australian. The X7 Dark Shadow Edition will be available with a 261 horsepower, three liter inline six, 
and a 523 horsepower 4.4 liter V8. 2022 Genesis GB72U stylish looks turbo power to battle the Audi Q5 and the BMW X3. Genesis GB70 is the brand's entry-level entry level crossover and undoubtedly one of its most important models. Man arrested in San Francisco for, for 13th vehicle theft in the past 18 months! The 31-year-old was recently caught riding a stolen Triumph motorcycle! Why? Mercedes-Benz G-Class and AMG GTR put on their ugly Christmas sweaters. Mercedes promises a number of other Christmas-themed cars before December 25th. Some 150 Cadillac dealers choose to ditch brand rather than sell electric cars. Many of the dealers who accepted the buyout only sold cars only sold cars a few Cadillacs each month. That's a weird excerpt, but anyway. Chicago Auto Show postponed until spring of 2021. The, the 2021 Chicago Auto Show will likely happen in March, April, or May. Next, McLaren Ultimate Series not coming until mid-decade, but it will be a P1 successor. The next generation McLaren P1 will arrive around 2025. BMW iX3 already getting a facelift could be joined by a new M Sport package. The facelifted iX3 could debut next month with subtle changes to the front and rear ends. Volvo XC60 now available with a full range of hybrid and plug-in hybrid powertrains. Customers in Europe can now choose between three plug-in hybrid and two mild hybrid variants. Three-wheeled Aperta 3 EV unveiled with a claimed 1,000 plus miles of range. The range-topping variant of the Aptera, sorry, the Aptera 3 can hit 60 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. I'm not sure I'd want to be able to hit 60 that quickly in a, in a vehicle that only has three wheels. That sounds just a little bit sketchy. Hyundai drops pricing on facelifted 2021 Santa Fe starts from $28,025. The facelifted Hyundai Santa Fe introduces new powertrain options and more tech features than ever. Lexus teases new EV concept, announces direct force system for hybrid and electric vehicles. Lexus is embracing electrification, but not for the usual eco-friendly reasons. Instead, and then the excerpt cuts off. Michigan does backflip on direct sales rules, hurting Tesla and other EV makers. In January, Tesla had been given the go-ahead to begin direct sales in Michigan. VW says ID3 software issues are now a thing of the past. Volkswagen claims to have fixed all these software issues that have plagued the ID3 hatchback. Tesla, sorry, no, Toyota. Toyota confirms all new 2021 electric SUV model based on dedicated EV platform. The new RAV4-sized electric SUV will be previewed in the next months. Sorry, in the next few months. Kia recalls 295,000 cars in the U.S. over engine fire risk. Kia's latest recall involves older variants of the Sorento, Optima Soul, Sportage Forte, and Forte Coupe. Ford Bronco launch delayed until summer 2021 over COVID-related issues at suppliers. The all-new Ford Bronco was initially supposed to launch this upcoming spring. Take an official peek inside the 2021 Nissan Sushi, aka the new Rogue Sport. Kia Recall, here we come. Kia has issued a recall for an estimated 294,756 vehicles in the United States at risk of suffering an engine compartment fire that can, occur, that can occur while the car is on the move. The recall involves the 2012-2013 Sorento, 2012-2015 Forte and Forte Coupe, 2011-2013 Optima Hybrid, 2014-2015 Soul, and 2012 Sportage. Kia dealers will inspect the engines for fuel or oil leaks, make repairs if necessary, and will even replace the engine if it's damaged. The Korean car maker is also developing a knock sensor detection system, KSDS software, software update, which when available will be performed by dealers free of charge. This recall is expected to begin on January 27, 2021, with owners able to contact Kia customer service at 1-800-333-4542. 
Once again, the recall is going to begin on January 27, 2021. So I would kind of recommend contacting Kia Customer Service at 1-800-333-4542. Kia's number for this recall is SC200. Again, Kia's, recall, Kia's number for this recall is SC200. Owners may also contact the NHTSA's Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, that's 1-888-327-4236. Last week, both Kia and Hyundai agreed to pay a record $210 million civil penalty after failing to recall a combined 1.6 million vehicles for engine issues in a timely manner. Kia's penalty totals $70 million, including an upfront payment of $27 million, plus requirements to spend $16 million on specified safety measures. As a result, Kia will create a new U.S. safety office, headed by a chief safety officer, while Hyundai will build a testing facility in the United States, focusing on safety investigations. Getting back to other news, though, Aston Martin launches DBX Balmore Edition spec, limited to just 18 cars. The exclusive DBX Balmore edition was created by the carmaker's bespoke service queue by Aston Martin. Porsche Preview's next-generation 911 GT3 Cup Racer. The road-going 911 GT3 hasn't been unveiled yet, but Porsche has readied its Cup Racing version. 2021 Audi A3 Sportback 45 TFSIE is a 242-horsepower plug-in hybrid. Plug hybrid. The new A3 Sportback 45 TFSIE has joined the 40 TFSIE in Audi's electrified range. Rolls-Royce's new Pursuit seat costs as much as a decent used car. The seat is made of carbon fiber and aluminum for the optimal strength to weight ratio. BMW doesn't mind if you modify the 4 Series' massive kidney grill. Aftermarket uh, companies have already started to develop replacement 4 Series grills. 15% of diesel pickups in the US have emissions defeat devices. These pickups produce as much excess pollution as 9 million new pickups. I suppose we better get into this article then and figure out which truck specifically. A study conducted by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency's Air Enforcement Division has revealed the full scope of aftermarket emissions defeat devices used by diesel vehicle owners across the country. In the report, the AED estimates that emissions controls have been removed from more than 550,000 diesel pickups in the last decade. The removal of these systems will produce more than 570,000 tons of excess ox oxides of, of nitrogen and 5,000 tons of excess particulate matter over the lifetime of these vehicles. It's important to note that, that the report relates specifically to Class 2B and Class 3 diesel pickups, those weigh, weighing between 8,501 pounds and 14,000 pounds, and not those that weigh less or more. All up, the AED says the 550,000 tampered trucks constitute approximately 15% of the national population of diesel trucks that were originally certified with emissions control systems. The excess nitrogen oxide produced by these trucks is the equivalent of adding more than 9 million additional diesel pickups to, to the U.S.'s roads. But the Clean Air Act, sorry, while the Clean Air Act prohibits tampering with emissions controls, the EPA has found numerous companies and individuals manufacturing, selling, and installing hardware and software designed to defeat these controls. The most common way to defeat the controls are through simple software tunes that alter the engine's software functions and calibrations. Many owners also fit straight through exhaust systems, <laughs> therefore removing the standard exhausts that feature after-treatment systems. The AED report also reveals that states without regular vehicle inspections have a higher percentage of diesel trucks without defeat devices. Sorry, with defeat devices. For example, as many as 18.6% of North Dakota's 
pickup truck fleet in 2016 is estimated to have defeat devices. Other states high up in the list include Idaho with 15%, Wyoming with 14.2%, Maine with 13.5%, and Michigan with 13%. At the bottom of the list is California with 1.8%. That's not a surprise at all, given its strict enforcement of emissions standards. And on that note, we are going to end this week's weekly news roundup. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the notification bell and then all notifications, that way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well then just put it wherever you get your podcast before you set off. Type in Curry's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.